0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.
1: You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global.
3: What do you, 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 it's, what, what is it? It's Behind the Bastards. That's what it is. So, what do you got, what are you complaining about? Come on, come on inside Behind the Bastards town and hear about bad people. I'm Robert Evans. This is my podcast. How did, so this, be,
0: how did this become a town? <laughs> what are you doing?
3: It's always been a town. What are you doing? It's always getting, been a town. What are you doing? It's like, uh, you know, like Waco, you know, a, a I knew, town like I knew Waco. it, I knew it, <laughs> I nice, knew it, I knew it. safe little town. Where the ATF never rambles by. Oh, Robert. All right. Well, th- I feel like that's all the work I should do today. Sophie, do you have any way for me to not do anything but no, us to have a show I this mean, week? I you don't got any have any ideas. A, I
0: don't have a way for you to not do anything, but uh, I, I do trust
4: Daniel, put in Dude. a door opening sound effect here.
0: <laughs> no.
3: Oh my gosh, Chris. Hello. <laughs> Hello it's me.
4: I'm here. I'm here to make sure you don't have to do any work by cooing the podcast once again. Thank God. Because yeah. let me tell you, I'm
3: lazy. All right, let's get started. Robert, <laughs> how do you... F- what are we going to learn
4: about today? How do you feel about the Thompson submachine gun?
3: Oh my gosh, of, of the submachine guns... It's a pretty good one. If I was going to fire into a bunch of gangsters at close range in like a parking garage, or if I was going to shoot into a bunch of Nazis in a trench at close range, Thompson submachine gun would be high up on my list of things to do that with.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, you can't make the Thompson submachine gun really in in the US anymore, but there's a semi-automatic variant. You can Yeah, 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 and yeah, the, yeah. The semi-automatic variant is the 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 rights to produce this is owned by a company called Car Arms. They sure Yet, are, yeah, Car. They make um
3: make a lot of lady branded guns, like little pink carry guns and stuff too. I didn't realize they were the ones who owned the only uh Thompson submachine gun semi Yep, And
4: they, they also so they 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 famously also made a gun called the Car MK40 semi-automatic pocket rocket, which I'm mostly talking about because uh, the, the pocket rocket just seems like an incredible name for a gun to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, th- this is, this is a, a weapon. And, you know, they, 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 make this pivot in the nineties when you start seeing some um, gun control regulations and, one of the things they do is they make this gun, and it becomes, you know, it's it's a it's a compact nine millimeter handgun. Well, the MK forty is a forty millimeter hand, a forty uh, Smith and Wesson. Is it okay? This is this is this is where this is where me not yeah, knowing well, I think <laughs> that, guns.
3: Maybe there are other versions, but yeah, the one I'm looking at right now is a is a forty, which would be yeah, that's sense. true. Forty, it's called the MK40, 40 Smith and Wesson is a large caliber for such a small gun because it's a tiny little piece. They have ankle holsters <laughs> for it.
4: Well, the, 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 the NYPD, early two thousands, NYPD just like loves this gun. This is this is this is their favorite gun. Uh, the the police department like allows them to use it on duty. And they, they call the car MK40 the Mooney Gun because it was designed by one Justin Moon, the son of one Reverend Sun Young Moon. And that is who we're talking about today. Oh boy. Sun Young Moon and his many, 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 and I cannot emphasize enough, he has like 20 of them sons and also daughters. <laughs> Great, and
3: one of them's making what I'm guessing is a really high-caliber handgun for scared middle-class moms who don't want to carry something heavy, but want to be able to shoot what they imagined to be a six and a half foot tall mugger. Uh with Yeah, a it's bullet. great.
4: And uh we're, we're, we are in, in, in the next part of this episode, we are going to find out a lot more about the guy who makes this gun and it is who, who owns this company right now. And it is not good. It is very bad. Fucking
3: dope. <laughs> and yeah, I just looked it up. Those of you at home, uh if you're finding, I, I it, it certainly seems like all of the semi-automatic, uh, uh thompson submachine guns i'm able to find right now are made by auto Ordnance, uh which uh, was bought out in 1999 by salo enterprises inc which
4: is the parent company of car arms yeah. and so, well, welcome, well, cool. welcome to another theme of this episode which is there are approximately one trillion front organizations and uh sub organizations sure. yeah and they, they they are founded by A man named Sung Yong Moon, who was born on January 6th, 1920. And uh, hold the date January 6th in your mind. We will be coming back to that next episode.
3: I've never heard of anything important happening on January 6th. That's that's bizarre, Chris. Now now you freak me out.
4: it's, it's, It's the Messiah's birthday. This is, this is the day Messiah. It's like,
3: it would be like something significant happening
4: on the day after September 10th. I just can't, I just can't get it in my head, but okay. So put, 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 put a a pin in this, this thought right now it is 1920. It is, uh, okay. I I apologize to the Korean people for what I'm about to do to their language. Um, Pyongyang Pukto, he's born in a village. Yeah. A small village in what is now North Korea. Um, this—it's—it's it's okay, Chris. <laughs> as angry as the Koreans are, I don't
3: think their yelling will get louder than the yelling of English people pissed that I can never get any of their street names. I mean, correct. Look,
4: I, I, the thing—the problem is, though, that I—I I have respect for the Korean people. I have no respect for the Anglo's, and the Anglo's yeah. can uh, find me on Twitter at I Write Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, that's exactly yes. your Twitter account, and I will explain how it should be pronounced Leicester But anyway, continue, Chris. Now,
4: M- Moon Moon is from a pretty middle class family. In this this sort of rural farming village, and you know, but what middle class means is that uh, he doesn't starve very much. But this is you know good. this is still a like, terrible place to grow up because you know 1920 Korea and throughout his childhood, uh, this place is occupied by Japan. People are being like enslaved yeah. and dragged off to go fight in the wars. There's there's just there's this mass campaign to force everyone to speak Japanese, and so on and so forth. So it's it's not it's not a great place to grow up and. Yeah, it's it's, it's a <laughs> it's, rough time to to be in Korea. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Now, um, Moon is, Moon is a weird kid. Uh, he's you know he, he's incredibly stubborn, and I'm I'm just gonna read how he describes himself in his book as a peace loving global citizen. When I was a child, I had the nickname Day Crier. I earned this nickname because once I started to cry, I wouldn't stop for the entire day. When I cried, it was so loud that people would think something terrible had happened. People sleeping in bed would come out to see what was going on. Also, I didn't just cry sitting still. I would jump around the room, injuring myself and creating an uproar. Sometimes I would bleed. I had this intense personality even when I was young.
3: So, this is a a weird kid. So definitely like some parents who are pretty sleep deprived, I think we can Yeah, and, and I think
4: Think you know yeah. one of the sort of the things with this early childhood is that it, it's very hard to find information that isn't from the church, and and I think part of why he's writing this is that a, a lot of his sort of early history has been sort of propagandized to sort of fall in line with with church doctrine, and I think this is one of those things. Although it's also just like the fact that he's calling himself Day Crier, it's it's very weird. But you know, one one of the sort of church sacraments of, of the Unification Church he's going to found in a little bit is you know, crying dream prayer, but, and, and you can see this sort of like he, he's, he's already like, like he's, he's, projecting his sort of himself back like into the story. And, and you know, yeah. part of, part of the other, like how, how, how this plays out is that when, when, when he's 10 years old, his family converts to to Presbyterianism and they are, and what had they been before? It's, I, I couldn't find any records of it. I, my, my guess is they were like, they were doing some kind of, of like local Korean religion because there's a okay. lot of
3: yeah i don't know much about yeah, that yeah the, but not christian yeah, no, I, probably as, as
4: best i can tell not christian though there there's not really records of it but when when they convert to christianity they like they they they, they go hard this family is very religious moon is incredibly religious and 6 years later on yeah. easter morning moon claims that jesus showed up to have a chat with him now well that's nice <laughs> jesus Jesus tells him that uh, Jesus had, in fact, failed to save humanity because people didn't believe in him. And that moon had to go finish the work that Jesus started. Wow. It's like a reverse Luke Skywalker. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. And, you know, un, un, unlike Luke, moon is like, no, like, no, I will not do this. Like, this is no. And so uh, Jesus spends a significant amount of time just like wearing him down over like the course of days. And then, wow, that's that's
3: that's quite an ego when you're like, yeah, Jesus wanted me for this thing. But like, you know, my I had work was really heavy this week and like I hadn't been able to get to the gym, so I didn't want to put that off anymore. And like wow yeah cool. it's, wow what a, what a
4: what an in-demand <laughs> <it's> dude <pretty laughs> impressive and, and you know and, yeah. and the, there's some question here as to like whether this is something that moon, moon believed when he was 16 or if he's created it later and I'm not really sure my, my guess is that he is he's back projecting this because he stays in the Presbyterian Church for like another decade even though Jesus has shown up to him and like proclaimed him the Messiah um what, what we do know is that moon went to Seoul to study electrical engineering where he and his followers claim that he joins the Korean independence movement and gets arrested for it and th- this is another one of those things where like almost every source will repeat it but they're all going off of his church so it's sort of unclear i i will say though moon is very very good at getting people pissed off at him and getting arrested so there- it is entirely possible he managed to do this because he's gonna get arrested like six more times and you know, so so after after this, he he spent some time in college in Japan during the war, and while while he's doing this, he decides he doesn't want to do geological engineering; he wants to become a missionary. But he runs into a roadblock, which is that the Presbyterian Church expels him for heresy in 1946 because you know he's going around claiming wow. that he's the Messiah, which is, and man, <laughs> it, it's not the easiest yeah. thing to get. Kicked
3: out of the Presbyterian Church for heresy, like one of the harder churches to be heretical against. I would, yeah. I would suggest, based on my knowledge of Presbyterianism. It's,
4: it's, I mean, I, I will say the, 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 not a lot of heresy goes well, on I,
2: <laughs>
3: within the Presbyterian I mean, Church. I, I will
4: say the, I think the Korean branch is like slightly, like it's Korean, Korean, like Presbyterianism. I think is is somewhat more intense than like American Presbyterianism. But like, yeah, it, it's, you know, you 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 have to go around claiming that you are the Messiah, basically for them to be like eh. i mean yeah and if you are if your whole thing is jesus
3: some guy being like oh yeah that's me basically is gonna folks might have an issue with that i get yeah. it <laughs> i get it you know I I, I I i understand the concerns they
4: have okay so and he he, he makes a decision that is uh, somewhat baffling to me which is okay so he decides he's gonna, he's gonna you know He's going. he's, he's going to go found his own church, but in order to do this, he goes to Pyongyang, North Korea, which is by this point under communist control. And
3: is that easier? Then I'm guessing it's easier because, like, now you would have to like smuggle yeah, yeah. yourself, right? You would have to break a number yeah, of I laws, mean, yeah, you could in just, both countries you, you to could get just in. Go
4: there. I mean, this is like right after the war. Everything's sort of yeah. chaos. It's much easier than it's going to be. Yeah. But you know, he he does this. Yeah. And, but also still probably not like a normal no, decision. And, and, and the communists immediately look at this like weird Christian cult preacher who shows up and are, they immediately go, oh, this guy's a South Korean spy. And according to Moon, they like torture him and leave him for dead in the, in, a, in the prison yard. Now, th- the funny part about this is that this is the only part of Moon's entire career where he is not a South Korean spy.
5: It's, oh, which
3: is, okay. We, <laughs> so they suspect him for being a spy for the only period yeah, of time, only where they, yeah, time. Yeah, that's fun. That, that's funny. It, it's sort
4: of amazing, and uh, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, and he. Th- this is another thing. So he he claims that he's tortured in prison like a lot, and it's possible. I don't know. I mean, North Korean prisons are not great, but he. Yeah, South Korean ones probably aren't either. Then at that point, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, about, about half of the story is about how just of, like an absolute like horrifying basic his military dictatorship south korea is for like this entire period yeah for
3: a lot for a decent chunk of the post-war period you're doing better if you're up north than you are down
4: (laughs) south now so so he so you know he his story about this is that like his followers like Come get him and like nurse him back to health. And I have no idea if that's true. What what I do know is that like two years later, he gets arrested again for quote advocating chaos in society and gets sent to a North Korean prison camp.
3: Oh, that is a dope <laughs> thing to get arrested <laughs> true, for. That is that is a sick <laughs> thing to get arrested for. Man, I would brag about that fucking rap sheet. That's the coolest thing you can you can do time. Yeah, for. it's pretty easy. Sweet.
4: I, I will say the, the person he gets sent to like sucks. Like. They're, they're filling fertilizer bags, but like, you know, they're 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 handling a bunch of just like raw ammonium nitrate. And that that that's a bad cool. time. Um, but luckily, instead of serving out his five years, he's bailed out when U.N. forces took control of the prison in 1950 during the Korean War. And so th- they release okay. him and he flees on foot with some of his followers to Pusan ahead of the communist advance in 1951. And this is where, in a tiny shack, he begins. He begins to write the. Well, okay, sorry. I, I should make this clear. Okay, he begins to write Divine Principle. There is another book called The Divine Principle, which is a separate thing. They are not the same thing. Okay. Uh, this is a source of enormous confusion. Now, uh, Divine Principle is. It's called the Bible of the Unification Church. Uh, it's slightly more complicated than that. I mean, so the Unification Church, which which is founding in this period. So, like they have the regular Bible and they have their own interpretations of it. And then they have divine principle, which is the thing that he wrote. That's like they're like higher holy text. But then there's also a bunch of other holy texts. But this is this is sort of the main one. He starts writing it. And there's there was an amazing story about the writing of this from uh, <laughs> a later church preacher named Kevin McCarthy. Even God said no to father three times when he presented the divine principle. Father told God bullshit. God knew he was Right. Okay. Wow.
3: So this, this guy is, this is something new. You know, I've done a lot of people who talked to God or Jesus. This is the first. Cult leader, I've heard of who's having like a back and forth where he's like giving as good yeah. as he's getting. He's like, wait a nah, minute, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You fucking crazy? No, sir. No, yeah. no, that's not how this is going to work. He,
4: yeah, he's he just, he's basically ordering God around. He's ordering God around because, like, look, uh, we stand an employee who's
3: who's not afraid to talk yeah. back to management, you know? This is, this is, this, finally, humans are unionizing God, against it's, God. It's
4: sort of incredible. Um, and, and, you know, so in, in 1954, he, he finally was able to get the soul and he starts this new church which is called the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity and this is this is what's okay. known today as the Unification Church or uh, it's a the cult called the Moonies now what's interesting about this church though is in the 1950s it is a very different cult than it is in, in, in the 60s or 70s and the way it's different is that there's a bunch of extremely weird sex rituals where Moon has these like orgies to like purify the women in the cult because they're like the, the he has this whole sort of theological thing about sin that we'll get into in a second. But, but basically his thing is like, well, because you have sin from Eve and demons and you can only be purified by like having sex with me. And Mo- Moon starts forcing uh, you know people to, to do this. And one of these people is named Annie Choi, who joins the cult in the 1950s. Now, Moon... Starts to force her to join these rituals when she is seventeen, and uh, oh boy, is burying fifteen to seventeen year olds a huge theme of this episode. It's not great. Oh boy, yeah, uh, big big pedophiles. Now Annie uh, got pregnant uh, from, cool. from Moon's abuse, but the, the the second most important member of Moon's operation, a guy named Bohi Pak, who is a colonel, he, well, I think at this point he's a lieutenant colonel, but he's going to become a colonel in the Korean Army, uh, covers up the pregnancy. And then literally st- like, w- once Annie has the kid, uh, Boheepach literally steals the baby from her arms and then uh, raises the child as his own, passing it off as like his own child because they don't want it. You know, they, they don't want it to oh. get out that moon, you know, had this kid. So they. he's, he's doing a little bit of an L. L- Ron Hubbard yeah. there. He's Hubbarding a <laughs> yep. bit. That's good. That's good. Now, Annie describes how Boheepach's wife, like, brings her some seaweed stew soup after. Again, they steal her baby. And his wife, she's like, "Yeah, here's uh-huh. some soup." And Annie, you know, well, it's better than not giving her soup and stealing yeah. her baby.
3: Look, if you like, uh, on the moral chart of the universe, stealing baby, no soup, worse than stealing baby, but soup—it's it, still pretty
4: bad. <laughs> and, and she, well, yeah, I mean, it's stealing the baby, to, yeah. But. Um, and and Annie's description of it was that she couldn't eat it, and she quote, she said, "I just sat there crying with my tears falling in the pot." Now, Annie yeah, yeah it's, well, it's, it's, <laughs> that's
3: the downside of soup yeah, as a gift after a baby yeah. theft
4: now annie follows pock to the u.s to stay near her son sam and when sam is 13 annie tells him the truth that you know sam is actually annie and moon's son and the moon family like does not take this well uh moon's oldest son steve who well, okay so oldest legitimate son steve who we're gonna be talking a lot about later uh points a gun at sam and threatens to rape and kill annie so oh oh yeah this is going great um yeah that steve is a uh real real bad guy we will get into more of his shit later because it's bad and and, you know and the, the, the the sort of consequence of this for the moon cult is that moon decides to just retool it because this whole sex cult thing is not working and it's not working because you know okay well there's all these kids now that you know you have to have your lieutenant steal from the mother like the arms of the mother and something. it's like okay so th- this this is bad for me yeah that's not great where do you get the gun is it easy in south korea oh, well, to get a I, gun I, well i so but but this is this is later on and by by this point uh they're they're in okay. the u.s yeah and, oh, so, okay. and gotcha. I, I will say though like moon's people like they have a look we'll into this more than a second but they have a lot of correct connections with the korean army like bohi is in the army so they they have a, like a a much easier time getting weapons than like a normal person would just because they're so heavily connected to the army. Yeah, that's yeah. not great. So so a major part of this cult's belief is that uh, Jesus had been sent by God to create a new Adam and Eve family. And so Moon sets out to find a, uh, quote, true mother to finish what Jesus started. And he finds that true mother after an exhaustive search by his followers in the form of the 17-year-old daughter of his cook, Hakja oops. Jahan. oops. That's not great. He immediately marries. And and keep in mind, Moon is Moon That's is forty when he's marrying the seventeen year old. Yeah. It's Yeah. Yeah. And and this is the yeah. It's
3: it's also not great that my first thought when you said seventeen was like, well, that is on the older side for cult yeah. leaders.
4: Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So at this point, uh, th- this this is where the Unification Church stops being the sort of weird sex cult thing that it was before, and it starts looking like the modern Unification Church. And this is when Moon conducts the first of the mass wedding ceremonies that the church becomes famous for, in which Moon you know Moon will just marry off sometimes thousands of couples. How many folks are there in this this cult um, at this it's time? Hard Do we have any idea? Like rack? especially especially in the early period i I think in 1960 there's like a few thousands although it's the the numbers of this are going to be extremely elusive all the time um partially just because like so its biggest branches are gonna be in japan and the numbers on that is no one has any idea basically so yeah this is a this is a Mm. constant source of contention it's like how many people are in it a little bit of a black box gotcha now it's this wedding ceremony. These, these these sort of mass weddings that they're doing are very weird. Um, and, and to get to get into why they're so weird, uh, we need to talk a bit about like what the Unification Church actually believes. Now, the the church is a it's it's a mixture of essentially like it's 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 it's, it's mostly based on, on Christianity, but it has this sort of mixture of Buddhists, like Confucian, Taoists, and also sort of like local like shamanic uh, Korean religious traditions that are that are all sort of mixed into it and. The 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 main difference from Christianity, other than you know Jesus being betrayed and not completing God's plan, is that they believe that Eve cheated on Adam with Lucifer before they could be married, and that th- this is what the story of the fall is. And it's it, it's 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 really mm. funny too because they they have these weird they have these weird interpretations of the Bible. Well, where they'll they'll say things like, okay, they'll they'll do this like hyper scientific literalism. Well, they'll be like, okay, so. It, it, it is in fact impossible for uh the garden of eden story to have happened because snakes can't talk and they're like so clearly this is a metaphor right because the snake can't talk oh wow that, that's that's an interesting line to draw yeah. like well yeah there's a god with angels
3: yep. who's ma- got magical powers and and there's a holy ghost and stuff no, but snake. like talking nope. snakes that's come on It's an incredible line to have. It's like (laughs) believing Star Wars is a documentary, except for when you see a rookie. And you're like, well, that that
4: couldn't happen. A big hairy man... Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Um and now one one of the sort of one of the sort of consequences of this story about the fall is that, you know, so the the the, the, the fall is is basically about like having sex before marriage. And you know, the, the consequence of this cool, is that uh, like great. humans all now live outside of God's law and live in the quote unprincipled realm where they serve Satan. And th- this gives the church a incredible laser like focus on th- on the traditional family and defeating what Moon calls free sex or sex outside of marriage. And it- it's it's weird. Cool. This- 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 it- it's a weirdly straight laced cult, especially for something that like literally started as a sex cult. It, it-, it turns into this thing where there- there's no drugs, there's no sex, there's no alcohol, except there- there's one exception to this, which is the church has a sacrament that you drink at like weddings and some events. It's a, it's a bunch of alcohol mixed together and it may or may not you what what, what I, I don't know see this okay so th- this there's there's a whole debate about this because this this thing might have moon's blood in it and yeah so oh, the, the actual composition dope. of this is is a secret uh, like high level members of the church don't actually know whether or not there's blood in it like they ha- they have different opinions and they, they, like sometimes they contradict each other moon has both said that it literally is his blood and then also that it, there's not his blood in it so there's a, there's a whole running debate as to what is in this thing.
3: <laughs> that's <laughs> rad
4: so cool. You
3: know what? That critical support. That's cool. That's I, a, a, among the cult leader flexes I've come across. That's one of the better ones.
4: So, yeah, we, I'm not going to tell you nope. if you drink
3: in my blood. You might be. Yeah, we, we've got <laughs> what's
4: important is you drink whatever I yeah. tell you to. That's what's critical. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, we have we, we have Schrodinger's vampirism, but the other thing about this is that this this is a very conservative sort of Christian cult, but there's also this like new edge thing to it, a new age, like sort of edge to it. And, and you know, for, for example, they call God's existence in the universe, the universe, the prime universal force. And I'm, I'm going to read a passage from uh, the divine principles, not to be confused with divine principle. These are two separate things. Uh, the Moody's will get extremely mad if you confuse them, even though they have basically the same okay so in 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 this golden age the highly advanced uh, scientific achievement of the occident will serve to make the eternal life of the new world convenient and pleasant and the highly advanced religious and metaphysical okay. achievement of the orient will provide the philosophy of the new age thus the new age will see perfect harmony between the cultures of east and west the one unified world will be f- fulfilled horizontally between the occident and the orient and also vertically between the spiritual and physical world worlds. In this unified world, all nations will live in harmonious association with all others and share a common religious philosophy under God's direct guidance. This new age will no longer be regarded as the Christian era. Instead, it will be known as the cosmic era with the adoption of a cosmic calendar. Okay. And, you know, this is, yeah, but I think think, think this is, this is, you know, like, this is like one of Moon's strokes of genius because it lets him play both sides of the religious aisle. For you know, for when they're trying to convert Christians, they play up the sort of Christian family value side, and this lets them get in with the sort of the Christian, the, the, the sort of Christian family values right. Um, when they're dealing with hippies, they play up the sort of New Agey stuff. It's it's genius. It's it's this they they, they they've synthesized sort of by accident, but they, they've they've synthesized basically this all of the sort of political and cultural trends of like the '60s all the way through the '80s, and yeah. The, the 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 other sort of important aspects of this faith is that everyone is born with like sin from a bunch of sources. And I mean, there's 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 a lot of different like things that give you sin. Um, one of which is like you know you have Eve's sin, and so in order to get rid of Eve's sin for you know like. Uh, doing the fall. Uh during your wedding ceremony, the wife and the groom take terms like beating each other with a giant stick, which
3: what what is this what kind of what is this I stick? don't
4: know, it's just a stick and it's like it's just it's just a stick. Just any stick. Yeah. Huh? Uh, I it, it's it's kind of, I think it's it's kind of baseball bat-esque. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's great. They beat each other with this. And, and Robert, do you know who else will beat will beat you with a baseball bat?
3: Um I mean the Texas State Juvenile Justice System? Yeah, we, we, that, they could sponsor us. That, that's a thing that might happen. Yeah, yeah that, that could happen. Fingers crossed. God willing, you know, if Christ is with us, as he is with Reverend Moon, that yep, will happen. And,
4: and yeah, we, we will have products and services eternally. Amen.
0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year
4: ah uh, yeah <laughs> Woo. we're uh, back people are getting whacked by sand sticks
0: <laughs> we've been a bad influence on, on
3: <laughs> honestly <Chris. laughs> I uh, most of the weddings I've been to would have been improved if the bride and groom had to hit each other with a bat. I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it. That what? would make most weddings better Robert. for the spectators at least. What? No. Especially
4: if you can hit the priest too. Yeah. Unfortunately, Robert. you don't get to do that. What? It's, just, it's 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 just it's just you hit your wife and your wife hits you. Oh well yeah and and, okay. and unfortunately Still, it, it gets it, the, the the sin fun. stuff gets less fun from here because you also have to pay uh like judas's sin which means that in order to get married you have to pay 120 dollars to the church because that's uh you have to you have to you have to repay 30 folds uh judas's sin of the 30 coins are, which, are you are you kidding no, me are you yeah.
3: kidding me that's that's what makes it okay that's what god is like i'm so pissed about this thing that i set up an engineered and knew was going to happen well, centuries okay, okay. before so I to, ever did it. Fair, I'm so
4: angry about it that you gotta pay me. To be fair, uh, so th- their their version of, in, in, in their version of the Judas betrayal, uh God's plan is not for Jesus to die. God's plan is for Jesus to like found a family and then what happens is said is that he gets oh. betrayed and that, that, that that's the origin of, of the, like that sin. Alright. So y- it makes slightly more sense. You know sense. what? But that makes but what, more sense. What, what that does, does make, make more sense, sense. good what on does you guys. Make any sense is that the the, the $120 <laughs> price it's also 120 yen it's also 100 like it's 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 just 120 of whatever the denomination of currency is
3: yeah whatever (laughs) currency it is converting
4: it from like gold like Gold Roman gold coins. It's like it's it's great. Well, yeah, I'm, it was thirty
3: pieces 30 of like silver or, yeah, or was it silver, silver, yeah. gold? Yeah, because I'm gonna guess thirty silver coins, whatever size they were back then, is probably like a couple yeah, grand yeah. today. Like, is the, I, 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 I always had the feeling in the Bible that like that wasn't yeah. nothing. You know, that was that was like a pretty good pretty yeah. good pay for
4: giving Jesus up. Yeah, but so you know, you you have so you have that sin, and and there, there's there's also other sin. So there's there, there's there's demonic influence, in your and you're like a historical bloodline right and you know what they're not far off, uh, according to
3: a random <laughs> Wikipedia page on thirty pieces of silver. Depending on you know the size of coin and the value, the type of, of silver and whatnot that went into it, approximately ninety one to four hundred and forty one dollars. Well, you're not, you're, not, you're so, not paying
4: for it thirtyfold then,
3: though. Oh, someone else said ninety and three thousand. I don't think anyone knows, Chris. I don't think anybody has any idea how much. Yeah. Okay, please now, continue. Okay, so
4: so you, you you also have this demonic sin. And, and and with a demonic sin, you have to pay the you have, you have to pay the church uh, fourteen hundred dollars per generation of your family to purge the bloodline from sin. That's it's nice that they went with the a yeah. flat rate. It's like to, some families like
3: I'm Italian. My family has a lot. <laughs> you go back a couple of yep. generations. It's way more sins than the present <laughs> generations. <laughs> Especially British people, what a deal the British are getting. (laughs) If your fucking grandpa was with the East India Company or whatever, you're like, holy shit, fourteen hundred bucks ain't bad. You know the (laughs) thing is,
4: you joke about this. One of the things that they do is like they they get Japanese women to like uh like pay like pay, pay the church like enormous amounts of indulgences as like a like payment for the comfort women in korea so like they they're legitimately doing this Gee, oh that's yeah, that's bad. messed i
3: mean yeah that's a really complicated kind of yeah. horrible too like you really have to sit down and yeah. think out the permutations <laughs> of of how that's a bad fit. Yeah,
4: it's 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 worse than it even sounds now for reasons that we will get into in a bit um yeah Boy, I don't like that very yeah, much. And, and so the more you look at this, the more the church starts to look like a pyramid scheme, right? Because in, in order to get married, you have to be part of the church for three years, convert three people to join the church, pay them money, and then Moon or like uh, later. Originally, it's just Moon will pick who you marry. But later on, like there's like there's like church committees that will so, like, select who you're going to marry. And, you know, you see how this process works, right? In order to get married, you have to bring more people into the church. And then in order to, you know, so that's the first process. You bring in your, your new marks and then your new marks start paying the church. So you, you, what you, what you have in order to to get married, you know, the 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 whole thing of this, the church's whole ideology is you, you have to get married, and that like if, if if you're not married, you can't see the kingdom of God and you can't have sex. So this whole cult is designed as a sort of pyramid scheme to like it, it, just bring bring more people in and pay them more money. And so, you know, th- that's one way they bring people in. The-, the other way is through, you know, sort of like classic cult recruitment stuff. So they, they have hundreds of front groups and, you know, they'll have like a farm and they'll be like, hey, come to this farm. Uh, have It'll be a chill time. And so, you know, they-, they do these things where they make everyone chant constantly and they constantly move everyone back and forth between activities. And suddenly there's just like enormous pressure to conform. And, you know, when you try to leave, they'll be like, oh, well, we don't have any buses. that can take you back to the city right now. So it's really inconvenient for us. Will you stay for like... A couple more days, and they, will you know, they, they, they sort of, they, they. they a lot of times, like, so they, they the way it usually works is they they'll assign like a member of the cult that's like your person, and they follow you around all the time. And you like to become friends with yeah, them? Yeah, that's a pretty common kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and then yeah. when you try to leave, like your friend, like emotionally blackmails you into staying. And staying. And yep. More, more of the, more of the hits. They're playing yeah. the hits now. The old, the
3: best, the top forty
4: of being yeah, no, a no, cult. Th- this is pretty classic cult stuff. But the scale, the scale here is incredible. Now Reverend Moon, or, or Father or Father Moon, as they call him, uh, claims to be the literal Messiah, bringing about heaven on earth, and he is trying to take over the world. Like that that is the goal of the cult and it's, it's what moon and he's very consistent about this it is what moon and the all of his organizations are dedicated to him taking over the world the, the, the goal is to crush communism uh, reunify North uh, reunify Korea with moon as its ruler and then af, af, after he's defeated communism and crushed North Korea and you know there's there's one Korea uh, the US will like fall into in subservience in, in def, like in deference to the superior Korean states and then they will take over the rest of the world thats that seems optimistic. I'm going to you know, be honest. Uh, that that he, seems optimistic. Like, he, I, he was never close to doing this, but he, he gets much closer to this than like anyone should ever be able to do. To having the United States bow to yeah. Korea's sovereignty? I, he, I, yes. This, 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 he oh, gets closer okay. to this than anyone ever reasonably should. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to read a quote about what his goal is here. Quote, the whole world is in my hand. and I will conquer and subjugate the world. When we are in battle against the against the whole of the nation of the U.S., if you truly are in love with the nation, and if you truly love this nation more than anything else, this nation will come into God's possession and Satan will have nothing to do with it. With that as a bullet, we can smash the whole world. He just says, says stuff like this because he's trying to take over the U.S., because he realizes that if he takes over the US and Korea and a few other, and like Japan and a few other countries, he can just, he can seize control of the entire world. And he, th- the other aspect of yeah. this is that he has the spiritual power that allows him to sort of walk in the spirit world with Leon. Some of his most powerful followers can do this too. And so he finds and gets, you know, the, the, the he'll, he'll find world leaders in the spirit world and, and get testimonies from them. So uh, here, here's some of what they have to say. Uh, this is, part of Moon's uh, message of endorsement from John F. Kennedy, which takes the form of a letter to the United Nations. Those of you at the United Nations, I am John Kennedy. I want to declare an extremely important thing to you. The fact that Kennedy is sending a message from the spiritual world to the United Nations is something that cannot be imagined in your world, and it is very significant news. Through attending lectures of the new truth, divine principle, and unification thought here in the spirit world, I have understood the direction and the goal that the world must take today. I want to let the UN know the following. Reverend Sung Myung Moon is the messiah, the savior, and the true parents of humankind. All humankind in the UN have to understand the ideology and works of Reverend Sung Myung Moon, and, and they have to accept his leadership and guidance. So that's 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 spirit world JFK uh, giving their endorsement to <laughs> Reverend Moon. Um, (laughs)
3: that's good I mean that is that is very like honestly uh, very nice of him because you know it takes a lot you have have to have a lot of ego to be the president and to really just bow down to this guy in korea um yeah yeah, good on you 36 presidents give him give
4: him his endorsements. wow well actually well you know that that's turning me around on this guy it's actually worse so 36 presidents endorse him while dead uh like five presidents have endorsed him while four presidents have endorsed him while they were alive so yep really Well, endorsed him in like, what way? Uh, Gone got on tours with him, with his organizations, and said that like, uh, or gi- like, given speeches for him, and said that he was doing good work. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, not, okay, yeah, okay, that, but, that makes yeah, we'll, sense. We'll, we'll, not endorsing
3: Korean sovereignty over the no. United States, but like, yeah, this dude's a cool yeah. guy because he's paying yeah, me. It's, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that sounds like was one of them was Clinton, wasn't it?
4: Amazingly, no.
3: <laughs> uh, wow, good for you, <laughs> Bill. Yeah, stunningly, stunningly, good for you. Bill
4: Clinton, no. <laughs> George W. Bush, oh, yeah, though, yeah. yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Carter? Uh, Carter seems to have not liked him, which is which is good. So good, okay, good, that's, good on that's Carter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't have the best history with Korea, yeah, but, Carter. But at least he's got yeah. that right. Yeah. Uh, now, there's, okay. There's, 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 she, there's a lot of these sort of expeditions to the spirit realm, and in one of them, like one of his followers is this guy named Lee. And uh, so Lee goes to spirit world, and he he finds Marx. He has he has to wander for like many days, and he finds Marx in this like, oh, okay. he finds like this, this cool. like incredibly shabby town, yelling communist stuff at a bedraggled mass. And Lee spends two days arguing with is him. Uh, is, is, is is Engels there? No, apparently or it's, does it's Engels just get to Marx. go to heaven? I, I, there's 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 no mention. Maybe of- Engels got <laughs> yeah, tired of it. I don't know. Yeah, but at least at least spends like two days arguing with him. And it's like, yeah, I made a serious dent in him. Like Marx was incredibly embarrassed at the fact that I'd disproven him. Uh, he, oh, wow. He, he finds Stalin, who's like barricaded in this like mud hut. He's like, he was barricaded in a house and there's like mud huts all around it. And when he tries to go find Stalin, Stalin has his guards beat him up. So he never gets to see Stalin.
3: That, do, that does. You know what? That does sound <laughs> yeah. a little like Stalin. Uh, yeah,
4: Mussolini.
3: <laughs> he did love to have guards Mussolini do things
4: is reduced to a pathetic drifter. Um, yeah, That's, that, that also sounds like Mussolini,
3: to be honest. I mean, a lot. A lot of this is yeah, tracking. Yeah.
4: Uh, to- Tojo is like living alone in a house that he'd created where he has like a Shinto shrine to himself also that, tracks. Again, that does yeah. kind of sound like Tojo. Okay. <laughs> when he meets Lee, he uh, cries and recants after hearing about Reverend Moon's teachings. So, and then gets forgiven. Now that does
3: not sound like yeah. Tojo. That, that yeah. does not sound so, like so Tojo. So Moon
4: meets Jesus at one point and Jesus is incredibly grateful that Moon like has him married to some spirit. And then he says that like, he says that he doesn't like, Jesus is like, yeah, I don't deserve Moon's love, but he's incredibly mad that people are focused on the crucifixion wow. it, wow. it gets better, it gets, God, better. So it gets better that is so bold that he, is so bold he's mad that people are focusing on the crucifixion and not the washington times which is actually the most important thing that god's doing on earth because the washington times is moon's is moon's outlet
3: so, <laughs> jesus like, stop, stop being with the like crucifixion.
4: the crucifixion guys doesn't matter. stop
3: talking about my brutal murder <laughs> yes. by the state and start talking about this fucking tabloid That's incredible <laughs> It does. I would love it if Christ came back and did so primarily to sell subscriptions to the New York uh, Examiner or like the fucking uh, what do you call it? The what's the what's the what's the the fake newspaper, the famous one? Shit, this would have been funny if I remember Uh, the name. Newsmax. Knows. Yeah, whatever. No, that wasn't the one in my mind. National oh, yeah. inquirer Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right.
4: Well, I botched it. Please continue. So the the last person that he finds who's important. I mean, he finds a lot of people, but he he finds Hitler. And Hitler is tied. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Is, good. I was yeah, wondering. Hitler is tied. Eagle spread to a tree with a sign pinned to his chest that says King of the Nazis. And all the Jews that he killed are uh, throwing bricks at him. Now, see, that doesn't sound like a great afterlife for all the Jews yeah, that he killed. So, so Moon sees this and is like, No, stop this. He's like, well, OK, so all these Jews can't like move on with their with their lives. Right. Because because of the Holocaust and because, you know, of Hitler. And I so, mean, that does sound like a bad yeah, situation yeah. It is kind of messed up for him to imagine yeah, but, that. But, for but them. His, his solution to this is forgiving Hitler so that, quote, a Jewish virgin can go to heaven. And yeah, yeah so what? He, he forgives what? Hitler. What? Yeah. <laughs> because what? Hitler, Hitler's a spiritual drain in the sink, preventing all the Jews from going to heaven. And, and this is where I should mention this. Moon and like, like, the unification church is like, like structurally anti-Semitic. Like on, on a level.
3: That sounds pretty anti-Semitic oh, to worse. me, Chris. Uh, yeah. Has
4: said, Moon has said multiple <laughs> times in multiple places that, uh, that Jews are responsible for the Holocaust because they killed Jesus, which is like literally the oldest anti-Semitic attack. I thought it wasn't as big a deal as the Washington Times. <laughs> apparently, it is. <laughs> I, it's apparently okay. big enough of a deal that uh, yeah, it's it, he, he's blaming the Jews for the Holocaust because they killed Jesus, and then uh, yeah, he, he you know it, he says this a lot, and he he also he, he has a lot of things that he said that are just like really bad like he says that gay people are dung eating dogs will be exterminated by god um so yeah th- there's a lot there's a lot of like stuff like this um he's also you know so so in his actual cult he, he has like one of the big things he does is he has all of his followers like spend 18 hours a day selling flowers for him and you know okay so th- there's there's enormous pressure you know uh, this, this this is all your normal cult stuff right you, you, ha- you have, you know, pressure not to leave. You have your like labor exploitation. You have your like you're stuck in this cult. You have your marriage stuff. And so this is this is the story, you know, and, you know, they have their battle with the deprogrammers in the 70s. It, when I was writing this episode, this is what I thought this episode was going to be about. But it turns out that while all of this stuff is real and it's happening and it's important, this is not the real story of Sung Young Moon. That story, the story of how a Korean CIA influence operation and the fascist wing of the Yakuza helped turn a minor Korean cult into a world-class anti-communist political organization that funded death squads in twelve countries uh, and built a modern religious right, started starts with a coup in 1961. Oh, yeah, boy, howdy, that yeah, was a lot. Yeah, it's taking a turn. And right. We'll get through all <laughs> of it. <laughs> so, in, in 1960, an uprising by Korean students and workers finally overthrew the horrific dictatorship of Sigmund Ri. Now, their, their heroic struggle gets them exactly one year. I think it's actually I think it's less than a year of democracy before Park Chung-hee, an incredibly fascist military officer like Nobusuke Kishi met Park Chung-hee after like after Park Chung-hee took power and even Kishi was like hey you can't say that fascist stuff anymore like you're you're he's so fascist that Kishi like the arch-Japanese fascist war criminal was like dude you gotta tone it down and so he takes power um in in this coup and this coup is 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 masterminded in large part by an army officer and politician named Kim Jong-pil pill Pil. his name is his name is kim, Pil. yeah, kim jong pill yeah that does
3: sound like a joke no, we would have made not. if kim jong-il had gotten addicted yeah, to no, oxy he,
4: he he's one of the worst people in korean history uh he's famous for uh so he he leads a political party after there's the revolution you get democracy back um and he, he yeah, has right, right. he has a th- he, he manages to get himself installed as prime minister through a bunch of backroom dealing even though he had a four percent approval rating so oh, that sounds like yeah, all you need. He's, he's incredibly widely hated um now, it, it, by, by 1961, Moon's church is firmly embedded in the army. Uh, Bo He Pak, last seen stealing a baby from his mother's arms and raising him as his own son, uh, has the same rank in the army as, as Kim Jong-Pil. Um, another Moonie is, is okay. Kim Jong-Pil's close, close lieutenant and translator and assistant, and several other Moonies also become translators for Kim Jong-Pil. Now, it's unclear to me whether Moon knew this coup was happening, that there's no direct evidence that he did, but he, there, it, it's, it, it seems kind of likely because there's so many. People who are in Moon's inner circle, who are also in the inner circle of the coup plotters in the army, that it's it. it there, there's a pretty good chance that he that he knew that this coup was going to happen. Uh, what we do know for certain is that Kim Jong Pil founded the Korean CIA, which is like it's like the regular American CIA, except they also they're, they're also the internal secret police, which is a role the CIA, the regular CIA normally delegates to the FBI. But you know they they, they hunt yeah. down dissidents, they kill them. They're extremely bad. And several very high-profile Moonies get jobs in the new military dictatorship.
3: That seems like a bad call. <laughs> I'm just going to oh, predict yeah. that right now. Not gonna it's go not well. great. Um,
4: in 1962, Kim jong Pil has a meeting with Bo He-pak where he decides to use the Moonies, who by this point have spread to the U.S., as a way to run influence operations on American politicians. Now... The result of of this alliance Uh. is that the Unification Church uh, gets legal status and recognition as a religion in Korea in 1962, and a whole bunch of moonies wind up in the Korean embassy staff in the U.S. So this Mm. is going great.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's, this is. I mean, there's a there's a, a level to which it's it is kind of nice because we talk so much on this show about influence operations that the United States ran in other countries to like fuck with their government and their media. Um, and you know, some now people talk about like Russia doing that. Some, but we this is good. I love. I've never heard about much about oh, Korean yeah, yeah, influence operations in the United States. But Yay, Robert,
4: Robert. Do you know who else is running an influence operation on the United States? <laughs>
3: Um, is it the Washington State Highway yes. Patrol?
4: <laughs> it is the State Yeah, Highway absolutely.
3: <laughs>
4: that, 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 that scans. Yeah, it, it is. But it's also, it's also the products and services that support this show, of which the Washington State Patrol is one.
3: Really our main sponsor.
0: Yeah. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year
3: just
1: being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor-Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
5: Snag a Job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, Tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
3: My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. We're back. Oh, boy, howdy. I love supporting the Washington State Highway Patrol industrial You can't outlet. even
0: say it seriously. <laughs> you can't
4: even say it. I know, it. I
3: know. It's Chris, please continue.
4: No <laughs> Okay, so w- w- when we left off, Moon Moon has gotten embassy status um, by by embedding a bunch of people in in the Korean embassy in the U.S. and they're able to use the status and recognition, and you know and and the recognition uh, of the Unification Church as a religion in Korea to start getting legal recognition in the U.S. And once they established themselves in the U.S., they found something. Uh, Moon, in particular, is, is you know directly involved in this. They found something called the Korean Cultural and Freedom Foundation, or the KCFF, the first of well, I don't know if it's the first, but it's the first American of uh, Version of the many, 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 many insufferable numbers of Unification Church friend, Unification Church front groups. Now, the, the KCSS, the KCFF does two things: it acts as a slush fund and a front group for the Unification Church, and it runs a Korean dance group called the Little Angels. Now, oh
3: boy, this this is gonna go a really bad place, isn't
4: it? <laughs> okay, so it, it's probably not as bad as where you think it's gonna go, but it's not. It's Weirder and not good either. Now, a lot of the people in 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 the in you know this Korean Cultural Foundation, like they don't understand that it's a church front group, which is a common thing. There, there, there's a lot of people in in church friend groups who don't understand what's happening. And with the KCFF, some of these people actually find out in the, in the 70s, and they all get purged. But in the 1960s, this seems like you know this seems like an innocuous like Korean cultural group running a Korean traditional dance group. And you know, for people who follow cults, like yeah, th- this is this is basically the following Gong Shen Yu 40 years earlier. But there's two important
3: the Falun Gong, or the is the cult that is responsible for all of those those uh, yeah uh, billboards in cities that are like China before yeah, yeah, communism. It it's, shows some yeah. some lady dancing. Yeah, it's it's a weird right wing cult. Yeah, we'll get into one. more so th- than today. this
4: is, this is, this is like the OG version of this. Except there's two differences. Mm-hmm. And one of them is that the Little Angels are directly sponsored by the Korean government.
3: So it's like the Blue Angels, but little girls instead of yeah. aircraft. And,
4: and the, the, sec, the second okay. difference is that Bohi Hee Park is using the Little Angels to smuggle money from Korea and Japan into the U.S. by stuffing the kids socks full of cash. Just like the <laughs> <Yeah>. Blue Angels. <laughs> Every single Blue Angel flown by a child, uh, just just moving wads and wads of hundred dollar bills across the world. It's it's crazy. So the the the, the cash that the little angels are smuggling come from two important sir. Cert- uh, sources. One is Moon's chaebol. Um, Chables are these, these Korean super conglomerates that basically dominate the Korean, uh, economy. And he just has one. Um, and he's, he, 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 has one of these conglomerates because, uh, Moon, he's able to set one up in 1963, presumably with help from his like allies in the military dictatorship. And this is the start of a massive economic empire that gets built up in Korea. They have a pharmaceutical company, a stone company, a titanium company. They make M16s for the Korean army. They make milk Vulcan, Vulcan mini guns. They make the, uh, m79 grenade launcher uh oh that is yeah. a good one and, and and they they also make air guns that are used by korean children for military training yeah 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 because yeah. okay. this is uh, yeah I, but and th- this is this is well i mean if you're gonna train kids with guns give them an air yeah, gun first you know don't go right to a, a, a full-on yeah, so, so, so rifle the, so yeah they, they make those and and this this is just the that's just the early stuff in korea uh moon has literally hundreds of businesses across the world that bring in hundreds of billions of dollars a year I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars a year now the the, the other Important source of funding is the rapidly expanding church in Japan, which is the financial empire of the cult. And th- there's a lot of ways that they do fundraising, fundraising in Japan. Uh, one of the big ones is they run the seance scam. So they they have a bunch of lawyers and they target people who just got life insurance payouts and they have all these mystics around the country. And the mystics pretend to be able to channel their loved ones who, like, inevitably say that, like, no, the only way I can find peace is if you give money to this mystic or, like, the church or one of the front groups. And they make, like, like hundreds of, like, they'll, they'll take an entire life insurance payout they'll make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of just individual ones, these scams. And yeah, and the, the, the other source of funding is actually an old friend of the show. Uh, but b- b- before we can get to him, we need to talk about the World Anti-Communist League. But uh, yeah, they're one of the worst organizations in human history. Uh, the World Anti-Communist League was founded in 1966 out of the fusion of two other anti-communist groups, the Asian People's Anti-Communist League and the Anti-Bolshevik League of Na- a Block of Nations. So the the anti-Bolshevik block of nations is basically an alliance of like the Romanian Iron Guard, the Croatian Ustazi, and then like a bunch of other Nazi collaborators and like people who did oh, genocides in Eastern Europe. These wholesome dudes. Yeah. yeah. There's, there, there, there's a quote from the the leader of the Ustazi who's like uh, a, a, a a true member of the Ustazi is the man who can carve a uh, carve a child out of a mother's womb with a bayonet. So these are great people. Yeah. yeah the Astazi is like of the Nazis one of the worst kinds you know people say people say this a lot about Nazis but it's like like these are the guys that even even like even the SS looked at them and were like this is a bit much it's I mean it's like
3: it consistently happens whatever's going on when it gets out to the Balkans that's when it finds its most like its ultimate form by the time anything makes cigarettes fascism by the time they hit the Balkans they are the the best
4: version of themselves So, so that that, that, that's that's one of the two groups the, the the asian people's anti-communist league is basically like a creation of the intelligence services of the military dictatorships of taiwan and south korea and in in 1966 they do they do a fusion dance and the world anti-communist league is born now in 1967 moon has a meeting with two old friends of the pod from a nobusuke kishi episode uh yohei sasakawa the, the yakuza boss who created uh the, the japanese uh, japanese black shirt ripoff and then uh, visited mussolini before getting off in his war crimes tribunal and becoming the self-described quote, richest fascist alive uh, through, through his control of the underworld and monopoly on speedboat gambling. Oh, and boy. the other guy is uh, uh, Yoshio Kodama, the Yakuza boss who escaped his, his own war crimes tribunal to, fu- to fund the Liberal Democratic Party Akishi's rise to power and then uh, also notably survived a kamikaze attack on his house in 1970.
3: Jesus, quite a rogues yeah, gallery.
4: It's, oh, it's, it's good. This this episode is like the Bastard's Pod reunion episode. Like, like everyone who's ever been on this yeah yeah it's gonna be here so together uh with these two fascists moon creates the international federation for victory over communism and its japanese branch uh shoko rengo which basically means victory over communism um now, Shoko Rengo is basically a combination of Unification Church members and dudes from the Yakuza, with uh, Sasakawa as its head and Kodama as an advisor. And th- this alliance between the church and the Yakuza provides the church with, you know, enforcers for its Japanese operations. It's also how they're able to do all these scams in Japan because, like, normal normally in order, to, you know, if, if you're if you're running scams that are like you're taking a hundred thousand dollars from someone, right? Like, you, you you have to have Yakuza permission, and this this is how they get Yakuza permission. So, like run crime in in japan and they also get access to sasakawa's enormous stores of money and on the other hand sasakawa gets legitimacy on the political stage for you know his his role as an anti-communist politician now, Shoko Rengo almost immediately becomes the Japanese branch of the World Anti-Communist League, and they hold the next, uh, the, they hold the next one of the league's meetings at Sasakawa's boat racing rage in Kyoto with full Moody support. Now, Moon, the Moody's move into a new office in Japan on land that they, that they bought from one Nobusuke Kishi, who... I oh, also cool. openly support Shoko Rengo, and he's the guy. I, I think this is like the last thing we said in our episode about him. Is uh, he, he? He's the guy. He he integrates the Unification Church into into the Liberal Democratic Party, so they're just like a part of the Japanese establishment now. It's great. It's it's a good time. That's
3: <laughs> wonderful. Um. Cool. It's great. Well, I'm, this is. It's this only going to get worse.
4: <laughs> Sounds fun. Glad yeah, we're doing I, this. I like I, I, I really just want to keep mentioning this. That th- this organization's goal is Reverend Moon taking over the world and establishing a, a global theocracy with him as the head of it. Like that. That's that's what this thing is. And they keep getting integrated into the ruling class of the political parties that run like major industrialized nations. It's, it's very cool and good. Now with, with, with these powerful backers and sophisticated organizational capacity, uh, the Moonies spread like wildfire. Um, moving into 1970s moon gives like probably my favorite moon quote about his operations. I really keep the FBI busy trying to keep track of me. After the Washington Monument rally, their biggest question was what in the world I would do next. Even Satan is saying, what is Reverend Moon's next move? Where should I take my big guns? But most important is even God is asking, where are you going next? My plan is clear and simple. I am inexorably moving towards the absolute center of the universe. So this guy's got a little oh, bit of
3: an yeah. ego. I, I mean, he, he's he's like, he's he's not just doing like the Beatles were bigger than <laughs> no. Jesus offhanded thing. He's like, no, let me explain to you the ways in which God is impressed you know, and baffled it's, by me.
4: It's, it's really incredible. No, the the, the the center, the inexorable cent, the absolute center of the universe uh, turns out to be the U.S. where Moon moves to an 18 acre estate called East Garden in the Hudson River Valley. Now, this place is nuts. Um. Here's, here's a description of it from the New Republic. His wife and children, who now numbered 13, had run of East Garden in its lavish manner, some of which con- one of which contained a bowling alley, six pizza ovens, and a waterfall in the dining room. You know, w- while in the U.S., Moon starts running influence operations for the Korean CIA. Uh, one of those operations, it turns out, is funding the Heritage Foundation. Oh! Yep! <laughs> yep. Good! So, Ed, Ed Fulner, who is the, the Heritage Foundation's co-founder, uh, writes for one of Moon's newsletters in the 70s, and the foundation, at like the very beginning of its existence, gets $2.2 million of KCAA money through one of Moon's front groups. <laughs> it rules.
3: <laughs> Maybe this guy is the center of the yeah, universe. It,
4: it, Moon, Moon begins to develop just like an incredibly sophisticated network of allies in the new conservative rights. Uh, one of those figures is the infamously racist Strum Thurman, who uh, solves one of Moon's. Oh, baby. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah and,
4: and he, he solves one of moon's visa issues so moon's about to be kicked out of the country in 1974 because his visa's up and strom thurman who had become a moon supporter through a meeting of the world anti-communist league uh it's just like now nah, I'll, fi- I'll just fix this for you and so he's able to stay in the u.s man yeah and so so uh, <sighs> strom thurman thanks strom <laughs> yeah <laughs> one time you're not racist and <laughs> now, this, this, uh, the Room becomes Moon's, like, one of his first allies on Capitol Hill. But Moon, Moon is not content with one senator helping him out. Uh, with, with Watergate breaking, Moon sees his chance to get Richard Nixon on his side. So, in, in 1973, Moon creates the National Prayer and Fast Committee to support Nixon during Watergate and stage protests, and, like, they bought a bunch of ads. Like, like, uh, Yeah. yeah. So they, they do this pro-Nixon thing, They they have this protest.
3: That's always where it starts with these, like, right-wing ghouls, too. Like, that was the first time they did the thing that they had been doing for a while and actually faced consequences. And they were like, well, we got to re-engineer the entire world so yep, that that yep. never happens again. Yeah. Cool. So, so
4: they, they hold this protest outside of the White House and Nixon's giving a speech and they like storm the barricades and interrupt the speech to like shout support for him. And this gets Moon a meeting with Nixon in 1974, which makes Nixon one of six presidents to either meet with or support Moon and his organizations, which, and again, I cannot emphasize this enough, he's dedicated to taking over the world and crowning Moon as a theocratic God King. <laughs> it's it's great. Six yeah. presidents, most of whom are still alive. <sighs> The, the, the church also started running another series of KCA operations, including staging protests to support the interests of the South Korean dictatorship, and a wide-ranging operation to bribe hundreds of congressmen and infiltrate their offices by having pretty young women hang around their offices until they get a job. And this, like, finally, like, at, at the point where they're literally running intelligence operations on members of Congress is, like, finally where uh, the government gets involved. Okay, well, it's good to know there's a line. So, so Don, Donald M. <laughs> Frazier, who's a the representative from Minnesota launches an investigation into the, into the KCIA, into KCIA operations in the U.S. through the Subcommittee on International Organizations. Now, Frazier discovers just an enormous tangle of Mooney and KCIA money moving through front groups. Uh, he finds an attempt to buy out a bank and do money laundering, a bunch of people just like stuffing wads of cash into the, in the briefcases, uh, three senators' off- offices infiltrated, massive tax evasion, and a plan by Moon to use his businesses and church to conquer the U.S. Now this scandal becomes known as Korea Gate, and despite multiple requests by Fraser and the committee, and you know, and, and this this the thing is, this is a bipartisan committee, right? Like, the, and both the Democrats and the Republicans on are like, "Hey, you need to do something about this guy," and nothing happens because you know South Korea, it, it, by this point, is too important of an American ally for them to for the US to do literally anything about. It running influence operations in the U.S.
3: Yeah, I mean, and what are you gonna do? They're all wrapped around uh, our domestic yep. politics too. Like, yep. what do you, what do you, what, do you, what, what would you actually do? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, they could have put him in- um, don't let people make cults yeah. anywhere. But that's not clearly not a reasonable yeah. thing to want. Now, so. th-
4: w- w- what does actually yeah. happen as a result of this? Is that Moon decra- declares that Fraser is a communist and spends an enormous amount of money to defeat Frazier in his run for Senate, which Fraser winds up losing by a few votes. Now, a few nights later someone tries to burn down his house uh no one's ever caught for this sounds good uh, yeah it's great that that the 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 only thing that happens i'm sure it's unrelated investigation (laughs) yeah so meanwhile moon is searching the entire world for investment opportunities and begins a massive rush into latin america he poured over $100 million into, Air, into Uruguay between 1977 and 1979, which resulted in Uruguay's military dictatorship signing a massive arms deal with South Korea. And uh, lo and behold, oh, Moon's country, companies in, in South Korea get a bunch of the contracts. Now... What? It, it, it's fun. Uh, we, we, we've talked about what the Uruguayan, Mil, Uruguayan military dictatorship did during Trooper Morrow's episode, so we're going to skip over that. But uh, Moon is a close ally of the dictatorship, a pattern that is so regular that you can literally track which countries have military dictatorships. By when Moon starts getting close to the government, like I, I have done this while researching episodes, I'll be like, when does dictatorship start? And I, I have Moon written down going there. I was like, oh, okay, I know when this happened now.
3: Yeah, and some of it's he's influencing the situation. Some of it's he's yep. a smart motherfucker. And he's like, well, you look like you might be about to take over. I should probably get in good yeah, with your so ass. We'll,
4: we'll get into more of that next episode. But right now, we need to talk about something extremely important. Fish. Yes. Now, like the no, band, no, right? Fish. That I followed for like, seven like years during my youth in the sea that swim. I'm, I'm not familiar with the concept. I will, something, something you are familiar with that, that you are well aware of is that all great cult leaders hear the call of the sea
3: yes that is true and in, yeah. in, in
4: 1980 moon gives a speech called the way of the tuna which which i'm going to read a bit of, of oh hell yes oh this is this sounds good this is sounding I, good i have the entire system worked out starting with boat building after we build the boats we catch the fish and process them for markets and then have a distribution network this is not just on a drawing board i have already done it uh, in the same speech moon calls himself the king of the ocean and dope
3: dope yep. <laughs> dope i mean you know i i he's gonna have to go pretty hard to beat the the the, uh, the current owner of that title, our buddy L. Yeah, Ron Hubbard, we'll, but I'm, I'm willing we'll, to listen. We'll
4: see. Okay, so th- This is the beginning, uh, well, I, by 1980 it's already going, but th- this is this is sort of the origin point of Moon's attempt to build an enormous fleet of boats to take over the American fishing industry. So He buys a boat company.
3: Ah, uh, see, I do, I have to give him, I'm going to take points away for having such crash, finan- crash financial ends. L. Ron Hubbard didn't take to the sea and build a navy to make money. <laughs> yeah. He took to the sea and made a navy Navy in order to get twenty-year-olds to search for gold he buried in a yeah, past Moon, life Moon's, that he knew wasn't Moon
4: there. Is, uh, Moon's like stated justification for this is that he wants to feed the entire world by uh, getting a bunch of fish. I, I think I, I, I think it is a lesser fishing expedition than Hubbard's, but it's still I think incredibly impressive. Um, it, that, that that does show an
3: amazing like amount of faith in the ocean's ability to keep making <laughs> yeah, fish.
4: It's, it's pretty <laughs> incredible. Well, I, well, we'll get into a bit of what happens there. <laughs> So this, so he he buys like, he just like buys a boat company and then uses the boat company to make boats for this fleet and he puts a million dollars into it and and this operation is the beginning of the great Moody fleet and it's called the True World Group and you know in, in classic cult fashion its founders like sleep in these communal apartments and you know they, they work horrendous hours for like this fishing dream. And it worked. Uh, you know, here, here, here's from the Chicago Tribune. Uh, True World is so ubiquitous that 14 of 17 prominent Chicago sushi restaurants surveyed by the Tribune said they were supplied by the company. Now, because this is a capitalist enterprise and a cult, they immediately start doing crimes. Uh, yeah, so sounds the, their right. Their Alaska branch gets convicted of a felony for going, like, enormously over the boat's carrying, boats carrying capacity and endangering the crew by having a boat that is, like enormously too heavy to, 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 to float.
3: I gotta say, I respect, though, we're not just going to endanger the ability of the ocean to continue to support life. We're going to endanger oh, yeah. our fishermen, and too. You know what? Both at once, baby. Oh, not
4: only that, they, they are also going to endanger everyone who eats this fish. So when when, when alumni the Food and Drug Administration tried to inspect a warehouse in Detroit in 2005, they found, quote, gross Uh-oh. and unsanitary conditions. Now, the manager tries to keep the inspectors out and says that his supervisor was, quote, a great man that he was part of a new religion and if we took advantage of him, then God help you uh, from the tribune again. Later, according to that FBI report, an employee wearing a ski mask approached one female inspector, put his thumb and forefinger in the shape of a gun, pointed at her and said, pow, you're out of uniform. Oh, it's it's amazing. They're just just threatening the the FDA. (laughs) It's
3: it's, it's great. I mean, I think... most of what we know about the fda is that they're probably gonna just take well,
4: it basically no so you know the fb the fda That's, yeah, good, for yeah, yeah. good for them good for them good for you the FDA FDA. has done like an enormous number of terrible crimes but they are not on the pig the payroll of big fish so they, they try to come back to inspect this facility again they, they think they get a court order and they're like okay we're gonna come inspect this facility and the booties are just like okay we'll just shut it down instead of dealing with this because they're doing so many crimes that they were like, Yeah, okay, we will lose this entire facility rather than have the FDA inspect it one time. Now the the the, uh. the, the other part of this scheme is that they're, they're they're basically attempting to use, you know, the, 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 those mass wedding ceremonies. Uh, they're, they're trying to use them to get uh, the Japanese members of the church who are like the most committed members of the church citizenship so they can bypass American fishing restrictions about who can fish in American waters. Now, this is kind of a problem because for a long time, like Moon's weddings weren't considered legally binding weddings.
3: That makes sense because he's yeah, just a guy. <laughs> Because he's, he's yeah, just a guy, so. yeah. So, <laughs> and like mass weddings that might not be recognized yeah, by like I, law, because maybe the law is like, well, you have to. You know, there's like papers. Yeah, I, and I, stuff I, I
4: think eventually they they start getting considered actual marriages, but like this this plan doesn't really work.
3: Yeah, it seems like there'd have to be a process you
4: would go yeah, through. But, yeah, but the, the the problem is that even even without the sort of like the influx of Japanese fishermen this works. Um, and you know, you have this interesting mix of the, so, you know, so some people who are working for the, the, this fishing company are like in the cult and some of them aren't. And you know, there's this whole thing inside the company where like the people who are in the cult get promoted fast and the people who aren't in the cult kind of get like subtly or like, Hey, take this like propaganda thing. But this, like this fishing group takes over the fishing industry. Like, like in, in, in 2005 alone, the true world group made $250 million. Yeah. Wow. and, and, that's yeah, not bad and again like like in uh 15 of 19 sushi restaurants that the chicago tribune interviewed were like yeah no we buy our fish from the moonies it's like yeah like i mean they, that is chicago sushi true, right they, like, so they have operations in all 50 states and it's very similar in everywhere right. else because they've they've seized control of the american fishing industry that that on 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 this somewhat happy note uh with, with with you know the great Mooney fleet thriving and Moon's call to the sea fulfilled, uh, we're going to leave it today, and we're going to come back next time to see Moon fund a horrific series of war crimes in the name of world peace.
3: Well, I gotta say, Chris, it takes a lot for me to be impressed by a cult leader. Um, but this this
4: guy this guy is pretty oh, good cult you, leader. Got got to give it this. to him. You haven't seen shit from Moon yet. Like this is this this all uh. of this is the warm up intro to the actual He's stuff. Laying that he the does, yeah. He's laying the bones. He's putting
3: down the foundation so he can, can he can really really, yeah. really do some crimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh baby, yeah. This is my favorite part when the cult leader's at the top of the fucking roller coaster and you just know they're about to go zero G, baby. Oh, Oh, Chris, thank you. Do you have anything to plug? Who, what do you do who are you, yeah, Where so do you I, work? I
4: work I work for Sophie I work on it could happen here I do some other stuff I'm on Twitter at itmechr CHR3 I do, I do that yeah Robert um, do you have anything
0: you, to plug
3: I have a, a novel you can pre-order it now <laughs> hmm. if you google after the revolution on AK press you can you can go buy it and then you will have a signed copy of my novel that's printed on paper wow wow
0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry.
1: right rug flooring
4: whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cash back rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks